I just love art because it's creative and it's the closest thing of being like a creator. You're, if, especially if you don't copy, you're making a, something new that's in the world. It's original. But it, then again, nothing is new in the world. There's nothing new under the sun. But you can still enhance the world, make it a better place. It's, 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 it's really, I don't know, it's a great thing. It's part of your soul, it's part of you. Yes, my mother was a role model. When I was like three or four, she's the one that taught me how to read before I went to school. She's the one that inspired me and encouraged me. She's the one that, when I was a little kid, she taught me that I had a, I had a God-given talent and I shouldn't waste it. Kind of threw a little fear in me, like, wow, I don't want to do that. Get in trouble, so I better do the best I can. So that's what I did. Then I had a strict father, so when I went to school, I. I paid attention. Also in school I learned that one thing enhanced the other. I really liked art but I also knew that uh, science and biology and even math is critical in art, especially in murals. You need to do a lot of measuring and at least know your fractions, multiplication. So uh, everything enhanced me in school so it all came to the same goal of art. Yeah, I've seen the social impact of, of mural art first of all because it's public and it's in different neighborhoods. So I have murals throughout all different sections of the city and the state of Wisconsin. But here in Milwaukee, back in the, in the late early 70s, it, had, uh, it did a mural outside on parallel concrete retaining walls that were owned by the city and county of Milwaukee on 6th and Oklahoma. And uh, back then there was racial tension, just like there is now. And uh, there, we had, I worked with high school kids from around the city and we had threats and because I did a couple figures, one black, one white, I was, I was threatened to take the so-and-so off the wall and it was kind of rough. So yeah, it is social. Then there's other sides of town, you do a mural and people think, well, why are you doing something like this in our neighborhood? You're just gonna mess it up and tag it, destroy it, but it's not the case. <clears throat> then you see how I, even in distressed areas, People see something good in the neighborhood and they start fixing up their, their yards and, and the corners and picking up trash. So it has a, a positive effect on the whole neighborhood. I think Milwaukee is, represents not just Milwaukee, but the whole United States. Back in the 60s, when the mural movement was revived, the modern mural movement, it was more social and it had to do, well, that was in the Vietnam War and it was more social things that were happening politically and, and socially and things that were happening in neighborhoods and injustices, they were put on walls like the Wall of Respect in 1968 in Chicago. And it even, we had the same type of mural back here on 4th and Brown, but that's gone. So it's been more of a pride in neighborhoods and, and identity in the neighborhoods. Now I see it's, it's morphed into being more decorative more images that have nothing to do with what's happening in, in, the, in, the, in the country or in the world, how to improve it, but just to make things look better. So that's a little bit sad because murals had, they were, they were um, part of a, the, uh, a movement of civil rights, if you study the history of the modern mural movement. But murals is one of the oldest art forms on the planet, go way back. So uh, it's good to be part of it and I'm glad I'm still doing it. Uh, the message is a positive one because I've done murals on, uh, in neighborhoods where the neighborhood itself wanted, didn't want a mural. They, when we painted the wall white or just with school students, 
they wanted to leave it that way because so then we had a public meeting with the neighbors and they said they didn't want uh, Milwaukee to look like New York. So they had in their mind like skeletons shooting up with needles and headbands, that kind of thing. So then you, we do what we call a mural cartoon. We measure the wall and we put the, the sketch that we're gonna do in color on board and we show it to them and then that allies their fear. So it's a lot of jockeying around with people's uh, perceptions that you have to change how they think about art. I think the one that's most rewarding because it's most visible is the one on 6th and National, Esperanza Unida building. And so recently it's, the building was foreclosed and sold and they put 12, they cut 12 windows into that side where the mural is. So we had to figure out a way to hide the mural and still make it look like it did before. That one's visible. Also the one on uh, the Inner City Arts Council building, which is outdoor. So outdoor murals are the most visible because people see them, but there's a lot that are inside of libraries, inside of a lot of schools, and uh, outside of social centers. I got them in Racine, Kenosha, Whitewater, um, Fort Atkinson, Stevens Point. It's good to go up north and you get to discover the whole state of Wisconsin. And people's, uh, you get to see different school districts and see, it's, it's nice to work with different students, younger ones that can, you can be a role model for them. I did my first mural outside was on King Drive in Concordia. And then sometimes when you're doing it for the first time, you make mistakes and people think it's gonna stay that way. They don't know you're gonna bring it to a, a conclusion that's gonna get better. So you have to put up with what they think. Yeah, but I got a lot of calls from uh, people, strangers, calling up what's happening at Mural. Don't tell me they're taking it down. Because I heard a lot of truck drivers use that when they come from Chicago area or from down south, come to Milwaukee, they go over to High Rise, they see that Mural, it welcomes them like they're home, at least going up north. So it's, uh, it's a landmark. I'm glad to see it's still around. My last uh, studio that I had outside of my home was in the Milwaukee Enterprise Center, it used to be called on 4th and Hadley, between uh, Hadley and Locust by the 5th District Police Station. I was in the lower level, which we better known as the basement. I was with a lot of woodworkers and other artisans. And it was nice because we had 24 access, but then the building is, was sold and then uh, it's kind of like the song they paved paradise which was my studio and put up a parking lot so the basement where i was is now going to be a park underground parking so i had to exit the building along with all the other artisans and the lower level and some on the other floors so that was pretty sad but that's how it is a lot of times you see artists go into like areas where there's a lot of warehouses and not a lot of activity they'll start it up and they'll revive the area then the rents go up then the artists have to go because they can't afford the rent. Then they do it all over again. So that's part of life, but we're used to it, I guess. So we're, we're survivors. Well, yeah, when I was a little kid growing up, I used to watch sign painters do their, their, their craft on, on buildings before I did murals and, and saw how they did the brushwork. And so I do a lot of work in, in schools and residencies working with, with uh, students and uh, it's good because a lot of them don't think that uh, there's role models first of all people of color or people that are males and so they're like wow i didn't know you could be an artist and uh, especially in elementary schools you see a lot of little kids that say well i want to be an artist when i grow up because they they're working with a professional artist which is good 
So the arts, we bring the arts, not just visual arts, but dance and music and, and drumming into the schools and they can see really it's, 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 it's part of what they like to do. It's hard to make a living at it, but they can see people are doing it and they could do it. Why not? So there's an alternative just to sports. Everybody thinks they could be a, a pro basketball player, which is not true. And so get into the arts. It's more fulfilling. It lasts longer too. Look at me. I'm still going. And where's all these football players and others that are, can only have a little window and their career is gone because of bodily injuries. So here we are. We're still doing it. Yeah, I have six children, four girls, two boys, and they grew up with, I didn't buy them a lot of video games and stuff like that. They had paintbrushes and paper, so they drew. Even my grandkids are drawing now. So my kids, they're adults now, but we, a lot of times we work together, not only doing murals, but we do uh, professional characters for, for corporate and event planners. So we get, they need three or four artists, we'll work get together and work together and travel around the state and do events. So it's, it's, it's real rewarding and satisfying to see that it's working. So I didn't push it down their throat, but I didn't, I, I let them have access to the best materials they can get. And, and so I guess they did learn from it. But a lot of it is their own practice makes, not perfect, but it makes you a lot better, I would say. Yeah, I'm very proud. Yeah, she's a really good artist. And I have another artist, Marisa and Liana and Romero, my son. They're all very good artists. So yeah, I'm, I'm proud and so I guess something happens to me, things still go on. Uh, the hardest part is the idea of the concept and also the responsibility of making something that really looks good. It's not just for you, but you're representing the, the outside, the neighbors and the drivers and people that walk by and you want to make it look good and you want to represent and you want to make it positive and make the world a better place. So that's the responsibility part, and I take it seriously. Well, let's see, people ask me different questions. Like, I think the main question is, how long have you been doing this? Not just doing uh, murals, but also doing caricatures. So sometimes I wonder, wow, they don't know I'm that, as old as I am or what? So, but they want to know how long you've been doing it. And sometimes older people call me young man, which makes me feel good. <laughs> so there's a lot of things. That, that makes you chuckle. But people wonder uh, if you're gonna fall, if you're up in heights, they ask questions like, they'll see what it is and ask you what it is. And it's pretty obvious, you know, what, what, what the subject is. So you have to be polite and let them read into what they want. You can't give them all the answers. Yeah, I feel that some people are born and later on, from young age, they know what they like to do, and that's really good. And there's others that have to go to college and still feel their way around, or exploratory shops they take. But I think everybody has talent in them, and they, they just have to bring it out. And sometimes there's teachers that, uh, that discourage people by saying, oh, you never do this. Don't buy that. You can always do it. It's, it's, if you really want to do something bad enough, you can do it. So you might have to, like, if you're shy, get out of your shell and socialize, meet other people, see what they can do, and learn from each other and, and help each other. And, and then the process goes on. So yeah, it's, 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 uh, it's possible to do, fulfill your dreams, but then again, you have to satisfy, there's more to life than just satisfying yourself. You have to make the world better, a better place. 
and we have to all get along and cooperate and and be united.